0: So it's called I'm All Ears. Yep. Yeah, it's on now. Yep. Uh, testing out the sound. <laughs> the guest needs to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a bit like what Josh Hill does. He asks you to tell... tell uh... Oh,
1: okay, mate. Yeah. None of my ideas are original. No, I'm good. Okay, welcome back to I'm All Ears with me, Goxie, and... Me, Serlo. How you going, Goxie? (laughs) Good, thanks. Uh, This is the first time I'm seeing you in ages, Serlo, with the whole lockdown.
0: Oh, I thought you just weren't returning my calls.
1: (laughs) Well, the, the the problem is with the one and a half meter distance. I just I can't do that. You know, I've <laughs> got to be near you. So <laughs> I cou- it was either really close to you or not at all. I, I like that sort of brings back
0: memories of the Seinfeld close talker. Uh, has <laughs> anyone done that? Any jokes on that in lockdown? Fucking gonna get <laughs> Pretty that. much,
1: mate. Just been pumping it <laughs> out. But how you been handling it, mate? How'd you handle it?
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, not too bad. I guess just a lot of time at home, watching a lot of movies, caught up on everything that's out in the cinema <laughs> at the moment, uh, or not out. Just getting. Is back this in... going to
1: become a movie pod now? Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I've, I've been getting back into torrenting. Um, that's uh, just getting my old skills back up. Um, so that's good. Uh, yeah, a lot of just started having friends over. That's a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> had some mates over on Friday and, you know, carried on a bit. But um, is yeah. it a bit of like.
1: Is it a bit of like how do we act? How do we behave? Like <laughs>
0: yeah, well, you go to sit down on the couch and everyone gets a bit weird. They're kind of like, oh, should I be this close to someone? That kind of thing. It's it's a bit bizarre. So, um, but yeah, going well. How about you, mate?
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, you know stuck up in Ballarat. It's probably the longest time I've had there, staying there since I moved there a few years ago. Um, <laughs> I've been. I, I got a food delivery job. You know. Not Uber, but one of their rivals. Um, <laughs> so, one um, of the up and comers. Yeah, yeah, uh, one of the up, little upstarts. But um, or startups. I forgot. The, I got that out of order. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty strange. Like um, a few people know who I am, so that's that's a bit weird when I <laughs> knock on the door with their burger and they're like, "Goxie." <laughs> I'm like, "Can I get a tip?" Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like nah um yeah you know just and and just getting by yeah keeping the trying to keep the kids occupied that's another hard thing and um, they've, they've been at home from school yeah um so there's different stages um obviously early on it was 100 percent home then they've been a bit of over the internet schooling mm. i don't know there's another word for that but can't think of it uh, <laughs> distance learning <laughs> there i got it. distance learning yeah I just call it over the internet but um <laughs> And then, yeah, they gradually... And now they're back at school again, um, which is pretty cool. But, great. Um, yeah, basically, like a lot of people, it's adjusting. Mm. It hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't been great either. <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's some cool stuff that has come out of it and some awful stuff and some neutral stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think there's a whole mixed bag of emotions for everyone. Yeah, those yeah. are
1: like... and And for me, a lot of it is like... Because like I feel really bad you're hearing about people lost lost things, lost jobs things then there's a lot of that, which is terrible and and I lost heaps of gigs, but the reality was um I, I had a little bit of stuff still coming in like you know, so immediately it wasn't terrible mm. but it was more in the back of my head was like the future, you know like yeah. what does this mean, and how does that change mm-hmm. so yeah, that's the hard part but Enough sadness. (laughs) This is a fun part. But anyway, I reckon we should get straight into it. This is our first step back after lockdown. Yeah, Um, first new... We had a a stock of pre-lockdown apps that we gradually drip-fed to the public. Yeah,
0: and it's been good. Like, uh, uh, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm proud of us for having those in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 um,
1: just me bugging you every few weeks. Uh, solo, can we put another one out? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, Solo is the, the tech behind, yeah, behind the I
0: group. Yeah, I got a bit wrapped up in just sitting on the couch staring <laughs> at the TV. Uh, yeah, so it's been been good. But yeah, as you said, let's introduce our guests. Yeah. Uh, today we have a uh, comedian, writer, producer, all-star... Uh, Irvi Majumda, how are you today, hey, mate? Hey,
2: good, thank you. Thanks, thanks for
1: joining us, Irvi.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, we're at my house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does it feel weird to, to have us talk and you're allowed
2: um, to talk
1: in your own front of No,
2: it's nice. It's good having people over. It's like finally um, being able to see people is good it's and do legal. something.
1: It's funny because we had one, I think it was one previous guest where we went to their place and I was like really weird about asking that. I felt weird. I mean, no, I wasn't weird, but... (laughs) No, like I was nervous, like, is it the right thing to ask someone? And and once I got that first one out of the way, now the floodgate's open, I'm just like I'm just gonna ask everyone if I can come to we can come to their house, you
2: know? No, it's helpful, it's like good. I just got up out of bed at like ten minutes ago, so it was good to just roll out it and is, be out. Uh, yeah,
0: it was a bit of ambitious doing a nine AM Sunday podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no,
2: it's good and like I'm just loving this working from home. It's just like you can literally just roll out of bed at any point and just be like, hey, Yeah, I'm at my desk out. I'm working.
1: <laughs> I left Ballarat at seven, so you guys can't complain. i actually yeah, beat go- seven. So- <laughs> yeah, that's it. I live right, like fifteen minutes away and I <laughs>
2: still <late>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry I had to drive two hours, but um
1: <laughs> Um So tell us a bit about yourself. I know it's a bit cheesy, but uh Tell us the Irvi background story um, like Where'd from, you grow up or Yeah,
2: yep, from like birth Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what hospital
0: were you born in? <laughs> it much.
2: was actually a hospital in Kolkata Which um, is, I don't know if you've ever been there or know about it
0: uh, <laughs> I've heard of it, I haven't been, yeah
2: Yeah, it's like a, I guess it's a cool city Yeah, it is a cool city, it's like where I was born But um, my dad carried, it was like all Have you been on a rickshaw before where it's like you. In, it's like a person driving Yeah, front. yeah, yeah, I
0: have been on one before
2: And it's like a bicycle basically um, And apparently Apparently my dad just didn't know how to hold a baby on like the way home and the roads, they're really, really like rocky. So he was holding me like a dinner plate, my <laughs> <know, like laughs> mom said. And she's like, I literally just gave birth to this. Can you not drop it in like the sewerage? Um, so that's where I was born. And then we moved here when I was six and I've grown up in like Oakley and Glen Waverly and uh, now here in Footscray. Oh, oh, cool.
1: Other exotic places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any memories of of? Being in India, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I was like weird. I'm like weirdly emotional, so I feel like my sister's like, "How do you remember anything?" Um, but I remember <laughs> <laughs> my whole. Oprah says that you are like your whole personality's formed before six. So.
1: She knows <laughs> um, what she's doing.
2: Yeah, so I was like fully me before I moved yeah. here.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because like I know from from my childhood, I have these like they're not like they're almost like photos, just still frames. Mm. I don't have like mm. memories that are like yeah just like i like little bits of my first house and then but then also have some pretty strong memories of more like 10 11 that sort of age i guess before the drinking started
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i definitely have that like i have this one memory which i'm pretty sure is my first memory but I'm like, how does my brain know that that's the that's the one the
2: first thing? Yeah, <laughs> I feel uh, like you remember like more pain. I'm mean like every time I remember when I was young, it's like I did something wrong or like it's like yeah. some like thing where I was Fear. in trouble. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, because um, my parents would be like, like, something that they actually did like took us on a holiday that required effort. Won't remember that, but then yeah. these silly little. I remember <laughs> when my my sister hid her sandwiches in her drawer and brought yeah. all these like ants and yeah. worms and stuff. It's like that's what you take out of your childhood. Like
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um my mum was like really okay, if she's listening, she's, she's not. Um but she was like
1: we won't really in
2: it. yeah. <laughs>
1: Mate, like, everyone listens listen to
2: <laughs> She's really was, yeah. she's a good Indian cook. Like she's like does does curries and stuff. Excellent. But like um like, white food, it was just, like, a nightmare um, having the lunches she made because all her sandwiches were, like, disgusting. Um, Like, one time she made, it was, like, raisin toast plus salami and cucumber in one sandwich.
3: That's
2: great. Um, So we used to just chuck it, like, Behind our fence. It was, like, every day it was like, the sandwiches goes behind. And one time my dad was, like, going back to, like, the place that was behind our fence. And I was, like, terrified that he'd find this, like, mountain of sandwiches <laughs> of, like, every school lunch. Um, but that was, yeah, my childhood <laughs> in Oakley.
1: So um, when you got here, like, obviously you know i was going to say we've come a long way we have got a long way to go but anyway i don't want to get too <laughs> political but i'm not trying to make out like you're super old or anything no. but
2: uh, <laughs> you know years ago yeah yeah
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for some middle ground here yeah. you you're not super old but uh, was there <laughs> was there any like like sort of issues back then like like even, even from you, like, wanting to feel like you fit in. Cause yeah, you, yeah, definitely,
2: because we moved to Carnegie and I was, like, the one brown kid in, like, the whole school. Yeah. There was that and there's, like, an- another, like, annoying guy, so it was just, like, <laughs> annoying to be affiliated as, like, the two brown people. Um,
0: you just put together purely... Yeah, Scapella, nothing else totally. <laughs> and
2: it's like because it's like a bullying system, it's like a hierarchy. So if I was like bullied, um, and then I got like a tiny bit of leeway, I'd just like bully the other person.
1: Kids yeah. so <laughs> like... are brutal, like,
2: yeah, it's brutal. As name, you know,
1: my name is Gox, which isn't It's like Smith, but it's not like super weird either. And I just cop so much grief, I was like, chicken box, jocks, <laughs> and that was just me mate <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, god. And that, and that, like I said, like, I'm a white dude, but I yeah. still like grew up like i want to be like a jones or a smith you know, <laughs> and I like, which yeah. made me think must be even more brutal for people who aren't actually just like
2: totally a
1: slightly weird white guy
2: yeah <laughs> and i was like a weird kid general like my sister was kind of fine like um she was just like a happy kid whereas i was just like always had some like weird shit going on and,
0: <laughs> yeah um, moody. i guess you're trying to fit in at the same time mm. and then it's like how do you be yourself and fit in at the same time? That must have been difficult.
2: Yeah, well, I freaked out on the first day of school because I just didn't get the fact that, like, we had the same book and it was just, like, this, like, weird thing because the teacher introduced me and she was, like, here's Irvi from, and then um, she's, like, wanting me to just be, like, India, but I was, like, um, she needs to know my address. So I was just like <laughs> reciting my address in Kolkata and um kids, <laughs> <laughs> like she's like and I was like this is my identity and um yeah, I was just like all these like misunderstandings of like not getting it and um yeah it was hard and kind of he was like super white it wasn't even like he didn't have any immigrants there basically at all back then um but then thank god we moved schools hard, like two years after that to oakley which was like he had the first generation of like greeks and italians mm-hmm. and stuff so i feel like it was a lot more the kids were just like way nicer and it was just like yeah. a nicer place yeah
0: Yeah, I was talking to a mate of mine about that. He lives out in the Burbs and he grew up in Sri Lanka and Mm. um, he moved to an area where he's like, oh, this area is like a lot of white people. Yeah. (laughs) And he, with the isolation, he's like came into the city for the first time the other day and he's like, oh, I saw other brown people again. (laughs) Like he he didn't realise how weird it was to like be in the middle of something. And that's like now, but I mean, I guess that's changing a lot, but. It's still a predominantly white country.
2: Totally. <laughs> yeah. And it was, like, weird just coming in because I was – I guess I was, like, kind of confident when I was in India and it was, like, being here, Um everything you're seeing on TV is just, like, white people and, like, their mm. dogs or, like, um eating ice cream and, like, wow. doing, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. white shit. <laughs>
1: and, and you're, like – you know, when you're a kid, you're, like, I just, I just want to play. I just, totally. You know, I don't want to – I don't care about all this stuff. And But, like, then you got – there's always been a few kids that are just a bit nasty. and yeah,
2: yeah, and I think it was like a certain level of define- – I, I knew I wasn't I, – at that point I still was like pretty confident as a kid. But um, I remember one time I was just like, yeah, I'm just white. So I just put like talcum powder on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like walking to school and I just had like patted it on. And like mum – I don't know why she wasn't looking at my face before then. But like we were at cafe like, to school and she's like, what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with your face? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm just I have lighter skin. It's cool. Um,
1: So get like – There's going to be these like controversy come out when people discover your your white face (laughs) past.
2: I was like doing white face, but
1: (laughs) that's like
0: the one example, like, racists will use. Like, she was doing white face. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) but it was like um even because indians use lots of hair oil it's like a thing that you like come out of the shower and you just like slick your hair back (laughs) with oil and like um my dad used to and i used to have like short hair so i was just like being like a boy basically um so i used to like go to school with my like um oily hair and like the cool kids um like he came from like a broken home so i'm like i get that you were like a bully to other people because you probably got bullied at home but Mm -hmm. um they're like you stink like gross um your hair stinks and stuff and then i kind of like it's Someone said that to me today, I'd be like mortified and sad. But at the time, I was like, for some reason, I thought like just putting like the whole bottle of hair oil would be a better option. So I remember just like coming with, yeah, Yeah. I was just like, and the next day, they were like lying on the table, passed out.
0: Um, and so your parents still live out that way now,
2: yeah, they're living on my yeah,
0: and. So you went to high school in Oakley as well? Or? I went
2: to three different high schools. So I went to like Bentley and then I went to Brentwood, which is like up the road from me, which sucked. i <laughs> if anyone's listening. Um, and then I went to school in the city, which is called McCrob.
1: It's nice to meet a fellow three high schooler because I, I, I have yeah. three as well. First one I was expelled from. <laughs> 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 Second to our left by choice.
2: <laughs> what did you do to get expelled?
1: Oh, I'd rather not tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was it was grade eight. Murdered um, someone. Which is... I, I didn't even last very long. It was a... Um, my parents put me in a... They tried. My parents tried.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have no reason why I ended up like this. But I, <laughs> it was in spite of people's... No. Yeah, in spite of people's efforts. Not because of I was. I thought I had the wrong, the wrong <laughs> saying there. But... Yeah, my parents put me into uh, a pretty fancy private college, Mm -hmm. and um, they were pretty strict, and I was a bit of a dickhead. So those two things didn't meet. Yeah, it only lasted like. I think four or five months I got expelled. and it's but so, It seems it's, like yeah. so long ago. Well, it is, but like <laughs> 998, so yeah, like yeah. 22 years ago. That's God. when
2: I moved to Australia, oh. I think. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, yeah, it was we I think I got – my parents were like really into education and wanted us to like go to good schools and stuff, but we were like singling. Like my dad was the only one working and um, I they sat me down for like a couple of scholarship tests for private schools and I think I got a couple, but – um, even though when they were doing the mats, it's, like, still too expensive to send, like, the... Mm. That, and they felt devastated because, they're like, we c- we're letting you down, but I'm so glad. It's, like, it would have been, like, the bitchiest, like, private girl school. And if you're not rich as a family, it's, like, you feel like an outsider there anyway. So I would have um, just been, like, here's my second-hand stuff. And just, like, like,
0: looking for Ella Brandy.
2: Yeah. It would have <laughs> been <laughs> fucked. And then my boyfriend would have killed himself. Yeah. It would have been really hard.
1: <laughs> I, guess, um, <laughs> I guess, like, the... You know, you may, they say, like, private school, you might get... ...better education whatever... ...better teach facilities and stuff... Mm. ...but then you've got that added... ...the pressure that comes with it... ...like I've got to make... ...you know, I've got yeah. to be good... ...because they're <laughs> spending money on me. You got know? to threaten
2: girls on the tram. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's... Um. <laughs> Weird culture <laughs> um, But having oh, See I was no good At the
1: chants <laughs> I couldn't go to A boys school no. We
2: used to have The worst chant Because I my, The third high school I went to Was in the city But it was It was just public But um, it was right Near Melbourne grammar Like the boys yeah, school And right. so we used to have a, Share the same tram And our sister school Melbourne high Made like the worst chant For McCrub It was like If you can't date a girl Date a dog <laughs> And if you can't date <laughs> a dog Doesn't a girl rhyme date Man, a What girl a terrible chant Yeah <laughs> So oh, okay, no. They oh. to sing that at us when, well because we it was like a nerd school you had to like do a test to get in so everyone was like like we blossomed late but <laughs> um everyone was like nerdy and like kind of ugly
0: I guess that whole culture like that chanting like it feels very english like, oh, like soccer chants and stuff like that
1: but yeah it's that like they're just I, i'm not trying to excuse it because it's horrible it's like, they're looking <laughs> to it's like any like like sort of like gang culture you know they're looking to book bu- Mm, totally it to something you know
2: and it's weird because a teach. I guess it's just like resources but um because I went to like uni to do teaching and stuff um but it's like the same the same people from the same unis are getting going to be teachers in like private schools or public schools so it's not really it shouldn't really be a quality of teachers stuff but
0: yeah i guess it's very like you know you go to a private school study teaching then teach in a private school like yeah. it's a very linear kind of
2: absolutely pathway yeah and when you're applying for jobs um it was like when i apply for private schools most of them are fine but like saint kevin's mm. shit um was <laughs> like you have to send a photo of yourself as part of the application <laughs> which <laughs> is like illegal you can't like public schools all have the same kind of like you do the same system to yeah. apply but um yeah they'll like send a photo and so it's like i guess they're only like like hire people that look like george Pell. yeah <laughs>
3: um
0: so cool. you mentioned that you did teaching but maybe we'll come back to that mm. and chat about comedy stuff for a bit yeah. um i I think i maybe met you like three or four years ago mm-hmm. um doing a gig at fuck i don't even remember the name Dancing of the venue Dog? um no is that one in the city you know the one that ian mccarthy used to run
2: oh that place what was like Captain, <laughs> Captain Melville, yeah, Captain that's it, Melville yeah. in the
0: city. Um, would that would that be one of your early gigs? Or? Yeah,
2: I think we probably started around the. Did you start in like 2016?
0: I think I started the year before. Okay, yeah,
2: 15, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't have any friends. It was like kind of my normal friends were like, "Why do you?" Because I'd just like come home crying a lot, and it was just like go somewhere, bomb, like have no friends, come home <laughs> and cry. And yeah. I used to like cry from teaching all the time. It was like my first year of teaching as well, so I was just constantly, like, this mess, like, crying and stuff. And So like,
0: <laughs> not only are you trying to do comedy... ...you're trying to do your first year of teaching yeah. as well. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It was
2: so brutal. It was like the kids are shit to you all day... ...or, like, <laughs> you're you like, I have no self-esteem... ...and then you, like, go and bomb. And you're, like, just bad. I used to Google, like, science should quit comedy... Um, ...and there's, like, articles.
1: It's just, like, both things you're doing... ...in front of the most indifferent people. <laughs> like, yeah. like, just... Horny, because it was high school kids, wasn't it? I was gonna say horny yeah, high school yeah. kids, yeah, and then just bar flies and yeah, then horny open mic comedians, yeah, <laughs> the what two I horniest
0: groups of people. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, it was tough, but that was when I started, and then I think I made friends with you guys, maybe like a year in or something, or like I didn't really have friends for a while, but um, that was nice <laughs> to yeah. like, know people there.
0: Oh, that's cool. And what kind of what made you want to do it? Like, what gave you that idea that you yeah. could kind of do it?
2: um well I was going through a breakup at the time um classic and
0: then... starting <laughs> yeah. comedy story yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> definitely I was like watching a lot of Amy Schumer and because I got sick of just like sitting at home I used to write poetry and that was like <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing and it was like once we broke up, I was like, I can't do this anymore. It reminds me of the <laughs> past. And, um, like, writing poems for yourself at home is, like, I just felt, like, a bit sad from it. So mm. I started watching comedy and then I did, like, a writing course um, just over a weekend. And right. that was actually awesome. It was in um, school. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> One of the other yeah, ones. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Um, it was It was not even for stand-up. It was, like, you did a mixture of, like, stand-up sketch and something else. But it was just, Puppetry? like. a Puppetry. I'm a magician too. Um,
1: I think those yeah, yeah, those sort of things help as an introductory
2: yeah just to get
1: you started then you realize
2: like well i didn't know stand-up was a thing in melbourne because i'd never been to the comedy festival and i um rohan uh was like my friend from before like we started comedy and then i saw one of his gigs as well and i was like oh it's like a thing you can do in yeah. melbourne um so yeah they were like this course is really good just for two days and then they were like um you have to write a bit of stand-up yourself um and they're like you can just go to open mics and like where's snelling taught it from he's like in comedy oh, festival okay. now. yeah yeah
1: that, awesome You actually hear that quite a bit. Like that was the same for me in Brisbane. I didn't know that there was local gigs and that because how would you? They're just kind of like hidden away. They're not. Yeah. it's not like big billboards around going like – it's it, yeah, it's almost like an underground scene. It and it's
2: really like – yeah, definitely. And like um, back when I was watching it, just like as a – you know, like it was watching on YouTube, you kind of um, – like now we know the structures so well that it's sort of like you can already predict what is kind of coming sometimes, mm. whereas then it was like – it just seemed like it was like magic. I was like, oh, my God, there's a punchline, but I didn't know like what to call it. And it just was like how come people yeah. laugh in these, pl- in these
1: spots and it stuff. It takes the magic away a little yeah. bit. <laughs> you? I remember the first person talked Bringing up the technical terms, I'm like, stop it, stop yeah. it. I don't want to know. Like, I just thought I've created something myself. Like, totally. Um. Yeah, that's
0: sort of a funny thing, isn't it? Like, I I, I find it hard to sit back and just watch a stand up set now. Yeah. Like, I find I'm just like, oh, they're doing that there, or
3: totally. I find
0: that if something's like really really funny, I'll kind of, it'll kind of switch off. But yeah. I'm just ruined for that now. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and it's sort of like, um, yeah, like watching it now on Netflix and stuff like Ronnie Chang's special was like probably the last one that I like watched and really laughed at. Um, mm. But he's like someone that would be like obviously like super into the craft and like he's like yeah. obviously thought of every line and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. it's hard to kind of have the same, like I don't really watch comedy that much like
1: by myself I re- or anything. I remember with Ronnie in particular because I was hanging out with him a bit, that really taught me about... The person being separate from the act. Yeah. Mm. Which sounds a bit silly because there's always been like characters, but that's different. It's it's I don't mean like Rowan Atkinson becomes Mr. Bean, like a really <laughs> insane, like different person. Mm. That more it's you on stage, but like dialed
0: well, up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Cause you when you hang out, you see. His act, he's, like, real nasty and intense and he's nothing like that in person. You know? Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. It's, like, a persona. But that's what I kind of need to get better at. I feel like um, I haven't really, to this point, paid much attention to, like, how I look on stage or, like, um, having a particular type of, like, persona I'm trying to do. So maybe that's something yeah. I should look into more. Mm.
1: But you just... Like, I reckon you, you just find it along the way because, like, some people say to me, you know, they go, like, is that, is that you, <laughs> like, in the things? Like, I don't even know. Like, obviously when you switch on a camera or whatever, you, you dial it up a bit or play it up, but it's kind of, It's yeah. not
0: like you're, you know, rubbing your hands over your face like trying to get in
1: character <laughs> yeah. kind of thing.
2: Yeah, we're not improv. Not um. like rubber face Jim
1: Carrey, you know, like somebody shut me. <laughs> There's a bit of Sean Connery in that, I think, I don't know. <laughs> so I just did Sean Connery doing the mask. Yeah, that's that's my acting. That's chops. a new uh I'm all his
0: character. Yeah. <laughs> Scottish Jim Carrey. We're not
1: supposed to be a character pod, but here
0: yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> look out the grub.
2: Yeah. Here we come.
0: Um so uh, you sort of touched on it before you, you were teaching first, year mm. of teaching and comedy at the same time. Mm. How was it trying to balance that? I guess it was a bit tough from what you yeah. said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I slept like four hours a night and I don't know how I did it. I was just like, um, cause it's like first year of teachings, like just really hard for anyone, but yeah. I didn't start until I think I did my first ski in August or something. So I still had, this is why I like coronavirus, cause I've started a new job, um, has been kind of good for me in this period because it's like, just allowed me to focus on the, job and um Mm. then i'll start like doing more stuff that's like my own interest but yeah i just kind of focused on teaching for like seven months and then balancing it both was hard especially if like kids were like do you do comedy and stuff um (laughs) and it was always like the the most annoying ones um just like be like tell us a joke and
0: um how did they find out
2: um Actually, one funny time was, like, when I was trying to write a joke um, for that night and I was, like, teaching my year class, but they were, like, doing their own work and I just had it up um, on my computer screen and this, like, um, one of the, like, good girls came and sat next to me and it was, like, the first line was, like, my life's, like, summer heights high and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I think she saw it and I was, like, don't worry about that. Yeah, just
0: uh, start yeah. something for later, yeah. <laughs>
2: um well my first year with Raymond, when i did our show um the teachers came and i think it was just like getting around a little bit that i like did stand up but mm. um yeah the kids were like they didn't really find me that funny or like if i did like if i was trying to like make them laugh they'd just be like deadpan like can't <laughs> react
1: sometimes you have sometimes you like you suss people out and mm. f- figure out is this someone i want to tell i do it or not mm. totally, I, when yeah. i used to be a taxi driver it was like it was like, very select people passed that test. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you it was like, like 10%. Because like most – you wouldn't chat to wouldn't no. want to either. And then sometimes the chat got going – sometimes it, someone would go, what do you do? And you'd suss out. This is a person I don't, I don't want to tell.
3: Yeah, or, absolutely. But th- it would
1: often be some I'd just say, yeah, I'm doing a bit of comedy because no one knew who I was back then. I was hmm. still coming through. and But they, like – Sometimes you regretted it because you always, you often got the like, I've yeah. got a joke for you thing. And they're <laughs> yeah. often just like horrendous jokes, you know. And I, I still nicked it, but
0: <laughs> it's such a mixed bag. Like I, every now and then you'll like getting, I'll be getting an Uber into the city on like a Wednesday night mm. and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, just going to work. Totally. <laughs> and, and you don't want to, you're say just it. like, oh, what do you do? I'm just working in a bar. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and
3: really just tough. try
0: and cover it up a bit. And, yeah. but sometimes you're like, i'll tell them like yeah. feel a bit special and then you just like oh i wish i'd never said anything
2: yeah i've got a, yeah, a nut story about that with the kids i was like you want to be because i was still like i'm just like this like small girl basically teaching them and i was teaching year 12 so it was like trying to teach them how to like write essays and they're basically like my height like my age mm. <laughs> and so i needed to like get them to like respect me and stuff so i just had to be like no i'm like really serious um <laughs> But yeah, with Ubers one time, yeah, I like kind of, I mostly most like, yeah, I just do comedy or whatever. But um, one time I was taking an Uber. I was like a um, DD Got in the DD. It was like a female driver, which is like never happens. So I was like, "Oh hey, how's it going?" and stuff. And we were talking, and she just got into like the most. She's like, "Why are you taking this thing alone?" She's like, "You Sheba," and went into like the most <laughs> horrific like murder uh, stories, and was just like, "All girls get murdered." <laughs> <and take laughs> so I'm like getting ready. I was going between Voltaire and uh, Coopers. So like second game, like yeah, I'm just like getting ready for a gig. So like, can we not talk about like rape <laughs> and murder right now? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah." And then she gave me a card, and I was like, you know, Coopers has like three levels so you have to climb up the stairs, I get to the top of the stairs and she's already in the gig, um, like, buying a drink at the bar. I was like, did you just, like, get out of your Uber and, like, run up the stairs before me? And she sat in my gig and was, like, screaming at, like, she was just, like, this, like, volatile person in the audience that... um, Christ. Yeah. And I was like, this is, like, the most predatory thing that's happened to me from an Uber and you're, like, a female driver.
1: Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Um, like- I was, sorry, I was just going to ask you about the, the schoolwork because... You mentioned like a few different grades, so...
2: I was teaching year 10, 11 and 12, yeah. So that first year was nuts because I I had like two year 12 classes where you're like marking essays like 24-7 and I didn't know how to teach. So I was just like, yeah, kind of thrown in the deep end. But (laughs) um,
1: So was it like did you have a subject? or Yeah,
2: English, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I was just teaching English. But, yeah, the year 10 class was like when I cried in front of the class. (laughs) 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 No, like
1: like, you don't have to say uh, where where it was, but uh, I've heard you mention before the, you know, like – Internet. Trying to use the right word, but <laughs> bad kids. No, not bad. Uh, you know, kids are well, a little I bit mischievous. Well, I taught in Saint
2: Albans, and so it was really different from when I went to school because like I was never in like a loud classroom. Or, like I never had like learning disruptions and stuff because I was like a huge nerd, and that was my whole schooling experience. But Saint Albans, I was like. Like pleasantly, like the, all the kids, they're like the nicest. Like they will never like do like evil shit and like um try and like fuck you <laughs> up. it's like um they're just like a well-meaning group of people. But um like it was like the loudest. It was like teaching at summer height size. Sometimes cause it was just like yeah. so much stuff, and it, you felt really bad for the kids that wanted to learn. But that was like their environment. But in the end, once you once they respected you and like taught it was like they were like really willing to learn and um like really funny and stuff because it's a lot of Islander kids and um mm, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a funny bunch of people
0: um and so I guess since then you've kind of changed jobs a few times and because yeah. you're working for the government for a little bit mm. and we still working full time there
2: yes so that was like um I just was like I need some more time to like focus on comedy so I'll just get like an office job but now I'm working at Fitzgerald Arts Centre uh which is like just near here um so I kind of just changed – yeah, I guess I just um, – doing stand-up helped me get this job because it was, like, a mixture of, like, teaching as well as um, performance stuff. That's great. Yeah.
0: And so that's in a producer-type role, is it? Yeah, yeah.
2: So the title is, like, um, Creative Workshops Program Producer, but it's basically, like, any kind of workshops that we do, um, I get to, like, choose it and, like, line it up with our program and stuff.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Mm, yeah. Um, and what kind of programs – you like, workshops for – you know people doing different writing and yeah, yeah
2: well we're trying to do a bit of both and i think i um, want to run like a stand-up night there are some they've not done it in the past but um hopefully we can like one day in the future I'll do it again um but when we're back we kind of do like dancing um what else do we do like um, r- I'm, I'm focusing on like having more school stuff so it's like um excursions and stuff about footscray and um awesome. yeah kind of just like anything that's like art space like painting and um like skills like that yeah
1: I was, um, was going to ask you a bit a bit about the acting stuff because I feel like, I might be wrong, here. you can correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. you, I feel like you had a, a similar pathway into that to me where you just started with the stand-up and
2: yeah.
3: hanging
1: out with people who make skits and, and stuff. Is that, is that right? Or Yeah, <laughs>
2: well, I used to, like, um, used to get up every day at like 5am and like seeing Mariah Carey's Hero <laughs> when I was like in Well, that's fri- exactly <laughs> the same as me.
1: So, yeah, we are the in same. In
2: secondary school, I was like, I need to be an actor and my parents had like moved countries like worked hard like paid all this money for me to get like tutoring and stuff and get to this like special school where we're like all the, like you know chemistry <laughs> stuff and i'm like i want to be an actor this is like my goal in life so i used to really want to do that but then um i just like yeah did year 12 and like went into this normal arts at uni um but yeah stand-up was kind of like a nice back like way back into it because i just remember one time with act i used to go like this acting class after school and this woman who'd been in like 400 car ads or something (laughs) she was like doing like a tutorial um on acting and she's like she just looked really sad in the face she's like i'm a successful actor and all i do is car ads and she was just like if you have a plan b guys like follow it and She's like, I'm successful and that's my story. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> and this is who
1: they send to schools to encourage you. <laughs> like, just yeah. someone who's just broken inside. Yeah, like,
2: she's so broken. I was it. just like, I think with acting, it's awesome. And when you're working with a great team of people, that's super fun. But I also really like in stand-up how you just like write your own stuff and yeah. you can like, you literally just get all the skills that you would. You get to cast yourself basically in whatever you want and acting, yeah. you're kind of waiting for that role, or like waiting to do more ads They're or whatever. Both, sometimes.
1: Yeah. They're both like – they're good to bounce back and forth mm. from because, yeah, all I, I stand I was like feel proud. Like I made this thing. It's just me. I just thought of it. Mm. It was just me thinking about this crap to talk about. No. Yeah,
2: <laughs> definitely. But it kind of – it's cool how it like – didn't you don't really have to try that hard but then um you get like acting gigs that are doing stand-up and it's yeah just well, we did a few skits role.
1: together remember those was, yeah was the first one the the taxi one. Oh
2: yeah i was like <laughs> in the back of a taxi
1: <laughs> <laughs> is
0: this the hot dad stuff yeah yeah
1: yeah, cool. yeah it was for um comedy channel and fox I think. yeah the, the slot they got all these bunch of internet comedy people together <laughs> so following my dream of, of working with like Frenchie and all them.
2: Yeah, you were driving an actual taxi and I was just like at the back of it. Yeah, we
1: we rented an actual one, yeah. And I was hassling you about cricket and stuff. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was like um, Goxie just being like, you're Indian, let's talk about cricket. Yeah, Uh,
1: It was a a script was written, right? (laughs) Don't just make it sound like it was me. (laughs) And then the next one after that... um, we went up near Bendigo, I think it was, um, uh, for the emu wars.
2: Oh, yeah, yep. So, so emu war trailer. We were, like, in, um, yeah, near Jay's house somewhere. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was funny. Like, everyone sleeping on the floor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, you gave you gave birth to an emu? Oh, yeah.
2: It was, like, freezing cold and I had to like, pretend to be giving birth to an emu. <laughs> Is that up online now? The yeah, yeah, the,
0: the trailer's the tra- up trailer
1: online.
2: Up, yeah,
0: check yeah. that out. Yeah. Um, and you were also in a Channel 9 show, Metrosexual? Is that- yeah,
2: so that was, like, random. Last year was really good for, um, even though my job in the government, I didn't like it, it just kind of, um, like, because I was, like, looking for more stuff in comedy, like, just random stuff happened and... um. That was like one of them. is a call, and were like, "If you want to be part of this, that would be cool." Awesome.
0: Um, and that was Geraldine Hickey in that as well. Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah, that was that was like just like um, Riley Nottingham and Geraldine Hickey just like writing a show, and uh, she didn't write it, but um, yeah, they just like applied for that and I initially, when I said yes. I was like, "Yeah, it'll just be like another student film or whatever." Um, <laughs> but <laughs> <Did> that <laughs> it was um, awesome.
1: Did that give any? I was trying to think of the right word, like because the past generations, you know, like our parents and stuff mm. still really hold like that, even though like internet's big and that now, that they, they don't really understand that, yeah. but they still hold TV on like a pedestal. Like I was just going to say, yeah. did, did that carry a bit of weight with your family that you're on telly? Like... It was
2: annoying because my parents are like G-rated. It was just like, it, w- it was like a G-rated show. It's basically, it's like about working in a sexual, I was like a receptionist in a sexual health clinic, but um just the fact that it was like called metrosexual and then I think like every kind of... Line and it is like reference to like an STI, <laughs> like <laughs> something sexual. So I didn't really get to show them. It was sad. I just oh. didn't tell them that it was on TV. I,
0: I guess that's, <laughs> I remember a few years ago when you did your comedy festival show, your parents came along to it. Yeah, right? when and you, me and Raymond did it. Yeah. And you had to change pretty much your whole yeah. set to <laughs> yeah. um, ragging
2: on my sister. <laughs>
0: yeah, because that's like not something that everyone has to experience. Like, you know, I guess my parents are not super conservative, but yeah. not really that open but I I, I don't feel afraid to say anything in front of them but Mm. that um, I guess just shows the the cultural difference of you know how you interact with your parents right?
2: Yeah definitely and I think um, yeah so it's just like I changed like the whole set basically because all their friends came and stuff maybe I like underestimate what they can take but I feel like anything that's like swearing or like to do with sex or like having a boyfriend Mm. and stuff (laughs) is like hard for them to listen and digest anyway but I mean, uh, maybe they'll get used to it eventually in the future or something.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: Cool. I think it's different if you're like killing. I feel like if my fantasy is like, I'm like doing the gala or something. <laughs> and just like, if I feel like if the whole room is like laughing, there's like a thousand people and she's, and they're like, okay, maybe it's okay uh, at that <laughs> point. Whereas yeah. it's like, if I'm just like bombing in front of like 10 people, it's some like open mic. And they're like, great, you like degraded yourself <laughs> and talked about <laughs> your sex life for this.
1: <laughs> it, is, it is funny with parents because it's like, yeah, that's what I meant by the TV thing... ...is like that's something you can quantify. Mm. Look, my, it's working. What I'm yeah. doing is working. Yeah. yeah. But it was hard for me because it was like six or seven years... ...I was just in Brisbane doing these gigs... ...they're just going nowhere and and they're almost like... Mm. ...why don't you quit? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, they
2: don't really get the time because like... ...I don't even tell my parents a lot of the time... ...when I'm like doing gigs... ...because if, if they knew I was out like four nights a week... ...they'd be like... My yeah. dad's like, can you go home and, like, learn how to use Excel and stuff? Because <laughs> he's, <laughs> like, obsessed with me doing that stuff. Um, he's like, when are you going to learn Excel if you're always out doing these gigs? And yeah. Like,
1: you well, know. That's one of the hard things. Not hard, but that's one of the things of comedy and many forms of live entertainment. It's just a night thing. It's just mm. how it is. Like, I liked comedy. I would have done it if it In was midday, 11am. <laughs> but it just happened to be at night. And, yeah, I, I copped a lot of grief from my parents because I had my... ...had my two kids mm. and they were like, why, why aren't you home with them? Because to them it's like, you're going to a pub. Yeah.
2: I'm like, exactly. I'm
1: going to it because that's there. The comedy yeah. I want to do is there. Yeah. But yeah anyway.
2: I heard a good... I've been listening to Brene Brown. She's, like, an Oprah person um yeah. her podcast recently. It's really good. And she said, um, Carl Jung, this uh, psychologist, was, like, um, a good quote from him is that the biggest burden for kids is the parents' unlived dreams, which I think is, like, mm. your par- Your yeah. kids will look up and be, like, my... Because my parents, like, gave up everything for us. So now when I'm, like, get a hobby or, like, do something with your life, mm. um, yeah. it's, like, I can't... Like, you know, it's, like, a good example to follow what you like and your kids will see that in a good way. Yeah,
1: well, it's fine. Is like even if it's not career wise, you can still be pushing other ways because like um I don't want to ever push them career wise, but at the moment I'm really trying to get them into footies. So <laughs> like you're gonna play footy, Karen. Like my youngest, Katie, wa- likes it and and is good. The yeah. oldest, Karen, doesn't. But I'm like. Come along to a few trainings. You'll like
2: it. <laughs> it's the greatest game of all. <laughs> 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 you like putting a football into their bed at night. Yeah, <laughs> <just> being, like, <laughs> wake up holding it.
1: <laughs> Take like get rid of that frozen doll.
0: Here's a Sharon.
1: Put, <laughs> put this in your arm.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, uh, I guess like stand up has opened up a lot of stuff for you because you're mm. doing some writing for the project as well. Yeah.
2: So I think that's when my parents were like, oh, that's good that you get like a job out of it or like, um, it's something I think tangible. It's like, I met Wally Dolly. Like
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is he big in the, the like, like, South Asian community? <laughs> <like>
2: <laughs> yeah, literally. It's just like, um, that. And yeah, I think they're just sort of like impressed by that fact. But at the same time, they're like, you need to they're like just never going to be happy it's just like kind of like a funny um that's why i thought ronnie chang's special was like really funny um when he's talking about like all asian doc, uh, all asian parents wanting to he- to be a doctor and it's like just be a doctor and he's like helping people is like an annoying byproduct yeah (laughs) it's never to help people it's like for their prestige so my parents weren't like be a doctor but they're just like obsessed with me just having a stable income and doing all of that stuff so Mm. as you would as a parent i
1: think our generation has that where it's like why do you why do you obsess over money and then it's like but then you find out it is like, oh, I see what they were <laughs> on about because life is abysmal if you don't have money. Totally, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: But, yeah, I think that's a good thing about stand-up. I haven't really been doing that much writing the last, like, during lockdown. Um, so I've, initially I was, like, beating myself up about it. But then now I'm just like, who cares? Yeah, it's <laughs> um,
1: it's going to be interesting to see the material once yeah. we start going back to gigs. A lot of just, like... What's the deal with
2: Yeah, <laughs> locked down. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: how have you found doing gigs and stuff? I mean, not just like with our friends and things or like Yeah, running? so
0: yeah, me and a couple of comics have got together and just run ideas. Mm. And we used to do that before lockdown anyway, yeah. like just if none of us had gigs, we'd just run our dog shit new material <laughs> as we called it. Um, and it's good just to yeah, stand up in front of other people and 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 say it out loud. Yeah. And I guess that's the thing I've missed the most because and I, I guess it's so, it's been weird for me being inside so much, mm. like you know, or like being in home so much because beforehand I would be like at work from like 8.30 to 4.30 and, you know, probably 40 minutes driving back and yeah. forth to work. I'd either go straight to a gig or go straight home uh, or go to the gym and then go to a gig or something like yeah. that. So it's just been weird to be like finish work in my bedroom at 4.30 and then go... I
1: got like no. six <laughs> hours to fill. Yeah, like, totally. <laughs> You're just like facing up to these things that you didn't think about and like yeah. masked over. Like, yeah, I'm a really bad cook. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and previously, like oh, when I was out on tour, it, it, it was an excuse. Like, this is why I'm eating a lot of takeaway Mm. because i'm not home yeah yeah now it's like i've got a face i've got no skills
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's confronting because you're like what is my identity now like what do i do with myself and like i got really pissed because cooking for me is like a huge effort and like um i don't think anyone here likes my cooking so i was like getting emotional about that it's like do i do i'm good at anything anymore yeah
1: it's depressing because it's like All I can do is anything that has, like, three steps, you know. I'm like... (laughs) I go, go, oh, the only thing I make is a pizza because you can just, like, chuck toppings on, you
0: know. Yeah, exactly. But I I think you kind of touched on something. Like, definitely identity. It felt like...
3: Mm.
0: Oh, like, particularly... I I wasn't doing the comedy festival this year. But the fact that it didn't go ahead was kind of like a big... Oh, like, that's a big part of my year and a big part of who I am. Yeah. Like, Like... it it was kind of a strange feeling to go, oh, the thing I've been working towards for the last, and I'm mm. sure for you, Goxie, like, yeah. even longer, it's like, oh, the thing that I was working towards just stopped all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, yeah. it almost felt like, you know, redundancy or something. It yeah. was
2: redundancy and it kind of felt like, I mean, even now the uncertainty of the future is, like, really kind of, like, we don't know what's going to happen. And even, like, the trajectory of, like, trying to do well here and then, like, not that I was planning on, like, going into, sta- like, internationally or anything, but it's, like, I guess everyone's like, oh, like doing a show for Netflix would be great, or like going mm. to America, which is now just like not happening for yeah. ever. Yeah, <laughs> and and I
1: think I was talking like about before at the start when I was. It's there's nothing one particular thing that's like terrible or. ...you Know, mm. but it's those little things where it's like, what does it mean? This the momentum I was building, is yeah, kind of stalled a bit. And, like, I was really exci- excited about doing, I was gonna do like a chat show live, like, yeah, kind of like a David Letterman sort of thing. Totally, was, like, in my head, I'm like seeing myself <laughs> at that desk, you know, and, like the, the guests sitting on the couch or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't have been a couch, can't afford a couch, but seats, yeah, <laughs> some <laughs> sort of furniture. Okay, <laughs> like, I don't know, but yeah. But at the same time you can't complain too much... ...because that's such a like, I didn't get to do my comedy... ...when there's like people losing mortgages...
2: ...and
1: actually sick from Uh, the virus as well. We we forget about the actual virus. We talk so much about what we can't do. Well...
0: I guess, it, you know, weirdly the virus is just one part of it. Totally. Like it's, the ma- it's the main Let's reason. Let's
1: hear the viruses side of the story. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the forgotten part. Of- no, I'm not
1: yeah. Who's checking in on the virus? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some mental health issues with everyone trolling it. Like.
2: It's funny talking to my relatives in India. because I mean, that's not funny, but it's just like <laughs> me being like, well, like, they're all fine and safe luckily, but um, like my grandma's just like annoyed that you can't go out and like see her friends and stuff. Um, but I'm like, yeah, you know, like it's tough here too or I'm just like telling them what it's like here and they're like yeah well people are dying on the streets it's like they have no food nothing it's like yeah yeah it's like really I'm like yeah I guess um we're pretty lucky we get like government subsidies and mm. <laughs> just get to like sit at home can't basically. go to the pub yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <It's basically.
2: laughs>
1: so Irvi uh bit of a bit of a cheesy getaway here but we've we've talked about you, your upbringing your career comedy mm. how about you as a person what, what does <laughs> Irvi do to unwind To unwind. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's like you've just explained that you're flat out doing work and comedy your whole life and then I'm like – yeah, but what about for <laughs> <laughs>
2: for
1: what about in the one-hour week you get? Jeez. Yeah, so.
2: well, sh- I think identity, as we talked about, was a big deal because um, that was, like, my identity. It was, like, too busy, like, all the time. Um, yeah. So now it was, like, initially kind of almost felt like relief because I started to write, like, ten new minutes or something for my show, which was, like, starting in a month. And it kind of just felt like, oh, you can just relax and not have to be somewhere all the time. Um, so to unwind, I find it really hard to unwind Um so I probably, like, drink wine and um,
1: <laughs> well, <it's> watch funny. <laughs> TV. It's funny you say that because I was just thinking how, for me... I don't know if you've seen that Simpsons when they they move away... ...and Homer gets the job at the... What was it again? There's, like, a spy or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. But anyway, and but I I don't feel like Homer. <laughs> I feel a bit like Marge because what you're talking about, like, sign a drink. I'm not drinking but bad habits were forming from, from just, yeah. like... Yeah. Because normally... I'd be away, i come home, I'm happy to see the kids, whatever they want to do, we do sort of thing. Mm. Now it's like I'm, I'm trying to get people to do stuff they don't want to do. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like... And, yeah. And feeling like I'm not active enough when it doesn't totally. really matter. And,
2: well, yeah. I had to put a rule on myself as like no drinking during the week even though we're like at home um, yeah. just because it just got out of hand. Like first two weeks is like a blur of um, <laughs> yeah. It's like well, it's just, just so
0: easy to like, you know, knock off work and you're like, oh... Just walk from my bedroom to
2: the fridge, <laughs> And it kind of builds it. It's like a different part of the day because yeah, you're drunk.
0: Like I guess my housemates were always home and they're doing the same thing. So yeah. you're just like, oh, this is normal. And then after a few weeks, you're like, Oh, Why this is depressed? Insane. it's insane.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why am I always sad? I don't get it.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, the virus is really getting me down. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like wake up crying, you're like, I can't. Like, yeah, it's like it's a depressant. You forget that it's like yeah. not meant to actually make you happy. <laughs>
0: uh but I guess before all this, you, you, I remember running to, into you at a few gigs at the Tote and stuff like that. Or mm. Did you, like, were you much of a live music fan or did you go to a lot of music festivals or anything like um,
2: that? I got to go to Golden Plains, like, right before this started. So that was, oh, like, really? yeah, it was, like, I got back to work and, um, because my parents are, like, they've been, like, preparing for the pandemic for, like, 10 years. So that was <laughs> <just> like
1: <laughs> They're preppers. Literally. They're <laughs> they have, like, like, a bomb shelter. They're, like, them.
2: thriving right now. It's just like, <laughs> this is, like, their happy place. It's, like, they live, like... Like they're in a pandemic normally, so. Well,
1: you know the whole toilet (laughs) paper thing. My mum has been doing that for years. That's that was a like she has a, you know those um cupboards that you have in the house that have like towels and stuff. Mm. But she has that. But like, a couple paper. of shelves of toilet paper. And
2: oh, if you guys want, t- like, tin stuff, I've got, like, <laughs> I'm trying to give away, like, tuna and, like, other stuff. So feel free to take some from my house. It's, like, Damn. crazy. It's, it's a shame nuts. I'm not
1: much of a fish man. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, and
2: I've got curries too, so <laughs> <laughs> definitely welcome to take some. Um Yeah, so what was I talking about? Yeah, I used to. So they were, like, don't go to just like, festival because you'll get coronavirus um and i was like fuck you mom like i'm going <laughs> and, and when like we got back it was like the next day on the news it was like golden plains person has coronavirus yeah, yeah. but it was a fa- it was like f- fake news but like we were like because i remember at my work i was like we were all sharing stuff was, like three thousand people <laughs> like same water fountain like everything's fine like coronavirus doesn't exist and then it was like on the news literally just like um that it might have spread to people but it was fine
1: yeah i was yeah. um driving people back from that for um, oh, really. Tasker. And and then it was that whole thing of like I wasn't sick but like normal sort of like little cough but like, oh, I've got it, I've got it, damn it. like it was, And it was
2: like. Yes.
1: <coughs> and yeah, overthinking everything. It was like. But then And then you start going the other way where you're like, oh, it was only five people out of totally. 3,000. It couldn't have been them. It couldn't well, have been them, yeah. Yeah, I just think, a yeah
2: definitely. I think with um, music and stuff I'd like to actually do that. I think now after lockdown I'm like Uh, because it's really hard with comedy because you're trying to like do as many gigs as possible but you kind of also, I don't want it to just be like that's my whole life and I don't have any exposure to other stuff so it would be good to see a few different art forms after this I think.
1: Yeah, Yeah. definitely um, um, you can see people who are like so immersed in comedy because then they start, talking about in their act, like, like, the whole life's caught on a comedy. Mm. And,
2: uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm, like, I don't know what to feel about that. I feel like maybe you need to be, like, focused to get good because even, like, in other cities they're, like, you know, gig more than us and stuff. But at the same time, like, Gary Goldman and his tips were also, like, read a book or, like, um, mm, do yeah. other stuff It's kind too. of a
0: weird balance. Like, I guess I... I feel like before this I did, like, music stuff and I have, like, a good amount of friends from that. Mm. So it's good to kind of have a breakaway from people who are immersed in comedy to to hang yeah. out with other people who it's not there. They don't even really think about stand-up comedy in Australia. Like, I, I guess it's also <laughs> kind of... No
2: one cares. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of humbling but also reminds you to, like... Yeah, you've, you've got to have other outlets of people. Like, you know, being into footy or sport. Like, yeah. it's just so different... I hate when people can only talk about comedy or... Totally. Um, and know it's know. like, who's
2: coming to your shows then? Like, you need a... Yeah. <laughs> <to> I think <laughs> it's
1: like... Yeah, I think because if you guys, you guys started in Melbourne, so there's, like, a lot more doing it. So there's... The chances are you'll find someone with similar
3: mm. tastes
1: or interests. Because mm. I started in Brisbane and there wasn't a lot of people doing it. So it was like, I'm gigging... You know, the chances are lower. So I'm, like, I'm gigging with, like, a 40-year-old, a magician. Mm. <laughs> like, telling you how it is, edgelord. It was like, I don't... <laughs> Yeah, well, and I, all my all my references to The Simpsons because it's a bloody <laughs> good show. But I remember Homer's trying to find a soulmate, and he's like, "I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm going by." Like yeah. that was what it was like for me at gigs. I'm like, mm, "I don't, mm, I don't like Edgelords. Lords. I don't like you know, <laughs> like that guy's too old. Like this like no one." And then actually, like it was really hard to find anyone even who thought the same way go, goes about it, and mm. and. There was one point I was like, just so desperate to try and do like skits and stuff, and I approached this guy because there wasn't many people doing it. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I shouldn't say Christian, but it was like, I think it, I think he was I think he <laughs> was Christian, yeah. but it wasn't Christian. But it was very like clean, yeah, you know, like squeaky clean comedy, and yeah, like I'm not. What do you call? It? I'm not like Dirty. crude, or yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. but. In between, like I don't want to like,
2: <laughs> yeah, you're like not
1: squ- like squeaky clean, but yeah, you're yeah. Not like
2: I was polishing my Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, well, before we um, wrap up, uh, we we put a shout out to for some questions for the guest to ask <laughs> us. Um, so I've got one mm. question here. Um, uh, it's you can just read out who it's from and what the question is, yeah. Um, yeah, we're just and trying and to get
1: some audience interaction, yeah. Awesome. I think I, I, I saw a couple of them were a little just smart ass joke yeah, ones, we might just leave them to the A zuck. few stabs
0: at us. <laughs> um, this one might be one of those, so yeah.
2: Um, um okay, so it's from La Paqueta fan club. Do you guys know <laughs> La Paqueta? Yeah, is uh, that still around?
0: I don't actually know who it is. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, I guess, like a meme account, yeah, um, mm-hmm. but they frequently comment. Is that, on are stuff? you
1: saying no one would actually be
2: a fan <laughs> of Well I used to work at Faster Pasta, which is like <laughs> the rival of <laughs> <laughs> La Piquetta. Um so anyway, they have asked when will Rove be on? <laughs> Do
1: you reckon we can oh. get Rove in this? What's the up thing? I to? think so. I don't know man. Maybe I know I know Dave Cal- Callen Callan who was on his show, so we'll try and get him to
0: I reckon that'd be a good get for us, but I don't know if we that would be what's Rove like to interview? I've never <laughs> seen him interviewed.
1: Mm-hmm I um. Rec- I feel like yeah. So to answer the question, not <laughs> sure yet, but we'll, we'll try.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's about it. Um. Did we get any other questions, Gossie? Uh, was or? that
1: uh, what was that on Insta? I saw a few on Face Facey. Uh, anyway. <laughs> mm.
2: yeah. I think you could get right on Just like um, who's doing anything these days anyway? <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> yeah. Well, like. You know, obviously, um, he's a massive. He won a gold Logie, yeah, I think. so yeah, he's deal. up there with Scott Cam. And, uh, yeah. Um, we've got
0: another question here. i um, <laughs> yeah. give it to a survey.
2: Okay. This is from J.R. Lang. Would you both ever go on a comedy cruise post COVID? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't Chance wait. to get away from the kids. But, um, oh, it's funny because I've often said I would do just about anything, but I guess. <laughs> if well, your health is at risk, you'd have to think about it. But
2: was anyone on, like, were there comedians on the Ruby Princess or whatever? I don't think,
0: that, I don't know. I haven't heard about Ruby Princess, but I, mm. I know a bunch of comedians that were on cruise ships right mm. before this. Um, mm. But who knows we if that industry will even come back? Totally. The first
1: ep of this we did was Dan Connell, and we asked him about the whole experience yeah, of right. cruise ships, didn't we?
0: Yeah, that's right. Because I don't think
1: he'd done them in a couple of years. Mm. The other because the other thing too is, in in just normal times, they're apparently b- brutally hard to do. Yeah. And but on top of that, you're worried about the corona. <laughs> like, but they yeah. pay pretty well, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: people get their like living off that, which is totally fair. But yeah, I don't know about the industry. I don't know if anyone's going to be like jumping on a boat. Anytime mm. soon.
1: It's gonna
0: take a bit to recover. Yeah, received <laughs> a fair bit of bad press. Yeah.
1: ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, two questions that we sat on the fence for, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess to answer your question, Jr. is, uh I
0: I don't think I would.
1: Yeah, yeah like we'd it. have to seriously weigh it up because <laughs> money is bloody good, but also not dying is yeah. bloody good too. Mm. But it's got um, some ups as well. Like I I think, but I think they're gonna. Really, when they get ships going again, is going to be some pretty intense. Do you, do you measurements think you'd ever do one? Ervi
2: cruise ship? Um, no. <laughs> I just feel like I don't know. I'm like some points. I'm like, I guess with the stand up comedian's career, you're like, uh, am I gonna do the whole thing? Which route like are you that? gonna take, Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, I, I don't know if I could.
0: Well, you're kind of already in a pretty, like. The stuff you're doing, I would say, is, like, pretty sought after by a lot of comedians, like, writing for the project. And yeah. Like
2: that. Like, Yeah, uh, it's I, like work at Footscray or go on a cruise ship. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I'll just choose, where like, staying be. on land. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, not to diss that because I feel like it is good to, you know, um, I think just performing and you'd get, obviously, a lot better than someone like well, me who's, like, no thanks. Some of the comics
0: <laughs> that I know that do it are just, like, some of the quickest, like, they're yes. most well, really punchy. Like, yep. they're, just, they're just, like, joke after joke after yeah. joke. Yeah. So I think it's, like... When are you going to compress that amount of stage time into a short amount of time? So
3: yeah.
0: um, So I reckon it—it's almost like its own thing. Like totally, it's it's its it's its own yeah Yeah. challenge. Um, Yeah, but we might wrap it up there. Um, But.
2: Yeah, thanks for Thanks for me.
0: coming on our show. Thanks for having us in your house. <laughs> um, where can people find you online, Irvi?
2: Um, you can uh, just like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I just have um, my name, which is U-R-V-I-M-A-J-U-M-D-A-R. Um, we'll put out.
1: it in the description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like
1: Didn't ask your last story, mate. <laughs> no, no, I'm just <laughs> like gonna
2: Different podcasts. It's yeah. an hour long.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm always asking big things of you. I remember you, you came up to Ballarat <laughs> to do like an awful gig of mine. So.
2: And saying my name, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spelling it out, it's hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, thanks again, Irvi, for having us in your yeah. house. Yeah, thank um, you for coming. And uh, yeah. Thanks
1: to everyone for listening. We're back, baby. We're back. Yeah, We're back, Goxie.
0: Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so we'll, we'll, I'll, sit, I'll talk to you soon, Goxie. Cheers. Cheers. See you
1: guys.
2: See ya. Thanks. <laughs>